0: Spooky and Gay, Spooky and Gay, Spooky and Gay with Carver and Jay. Hi Jay. Hey Carver, how's it going?
1: You know, better, significantly better than last week,
0: we can say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we can most assuredly say that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, our... Festivities this weekend were oh,
0: excellent, wonderful.
1: um If you're ever looking for someone to handle your uh, murder mystery, Jay is Jay is the guy.
0: I had a lot of fun. It was it was a fun job hosting it. Mm-hmm. It was way less work than I. Well, it was as much work as I expected it to be, but it was way more fun. Yes, to just be the host, <laughs> even knowing everything mm-hmm. going into it. uh High recommendation. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the name of the company, but there's a murder mystery out there called The Curse of the Pharaoh. We did it. Was a lot of fun. We just uh, crossed off all the all the heterosexual nonsense out of it and decided not to be racist with our costuming and you know what? It worked. It worked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had that going on. That was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day I was texting with a friend and we were both talking about how we probably needed a good cry. Yeah. Uh, and she said that she was gonna go home and uh, watch. Oh, what was it? Oh, she was going to watch the beginning of *Midsummer* <laughs> to try and get it out of her. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, which would be too triggering for me. So I uh, I watched um, the beginning or first episode of Channel Zero Season
0: 2. I mean, if you ever need to speedrun Crying Up, it's just the film uh, for it.
1: I... It is definitely a sad.
0: Yeah, I just can't it didn't like, get it I, out of you. Holy it, shit! It
1: definitely can. I, it's just not like not the kind of cry I want to okay. get. Okay,
0: I <laughs> I definitely cried that. That is a. I like. <laughs>
1: I need to get the cry and then action happens and I'm like oh what's this I'm distracted from my feelings again (laughs) (laughs) it's like I need to cry but I don't want to dwell on
0: it oh man (laughs) if I'm going to dwell on it it's either going to be Up or uh, The Fall by Tarzim. (laughs) oh my god any queer film is
1: just going to make me cry from beginning to end (laughs) so or you know what's a good you know what brings the right type of cry what uh It's one of my favorite movies, and it's not a horror film. Oh, wow. But it is... uh, The original story was written by Stephen King. Um, Boy, what is that movie called?
0: Uh, Stand By Me. Stand By Me? Me? Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Stand By Me is one of my favorite films, and, like, the
0: part... It's great.
1: Like, literally, if you want to see me cry at the drop of a hat, play the scene where River Phoenix's character is talking about how... uh, he did steal some money from the book fair, but he gave it back, and the teacher let him take the fall for it and bought herself a new dress, and no one would believe him, because he's just trash. Oh, man. And that, like, when he, like, but that's me, that's me, oh my god, thinking about it could almost get me crying. Ugh. Yeah, I, I
0: gotta I gotta keep my brain away from, like, heavy, <laughs> heavy cry moments, because, like, I, I don't know if I've ever had you watch Through the Fall. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite movie for the last 30 to 40 minutes i weep the entire time heavily yeah it is uh, <laughs> it is a marathon but it's a it's a really big wonderful beautiful movie that just gets me yeah it just gets but yeah stand by me i i watching that movie again is going to be a very different experience for me cuz mm-hmm. um the whole thing that the kids were singing in the beginning of uh, mm-hmm. the, the paladin theme song my mm-hmm. dad uh did uh, we bought him the whole box set of paladin and he yeah. watched it a whole bunch before he passed away so yeah so that's gonna be a big <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna hit a little different um... I mean
1: a lot of that movie is about the characters' relationships with their father as well yeah. so yeah, right. <laughs> like it's all of all of them have different like the heavyset kid I don't know if his dad's absent or if he just doesn't he's not paying attention to him. Uh, the dad of the kid whose brother died, our main character is like, you're not him. We don't talk about him anymore. And the one kid's dad, one of the kid's dad beats him. The other kid's dad, like fried his ear on the top of a
0: stove. So like, it's like, yeah, it's not (laughs) great. Yeah. (laughs) Like my, my dad had a, had a a brother who, who died and I just didn't know about until fairly recently.
1: Yeah. I, it's, A big thing about that movie for me is I feel like you get, like, a whole bunch of depth of emotion. And we don't normally expect that from kids. Yeah. Hi, this is our... (laughs) Yeah,
0: this is our our big emotion uh, Stephen King Stand By Me fan cast.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Uh, But, like, you have all those deep, dark parts. And, like, they're looking for a dead body. But the things I love about that story are these boys bonding and, like, finding joy in each other. Which, like... As a kid who grew up with no friends,
0: I really am. I live vicariously through it. (laughs) And just, like, these super dark moments where Mm -hmm. there's the kid standing in front of the train on the bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't know if that's going to be it.
1: Mm -hmm. Like When they find the body and what they decide to do with it, and, like, the character growth.
0: It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's an absolutely wild thing, and it shows... (laughs) How well Stephen King can write when he's not writing horror, which, like, he's a great horror writer, but mm, he's not a very good ending, a lot of his, uh, his stories, but, like, his prison mm-hmm. stories and Stand By Me are mm-hmm. just immaculate.
1: The thing that I like about Stan, stand by me are the things that I like about his horror novels. like yeah. obviously he's a great horror writer. he does suspense well, but it's that character like yeah. he, it takes him so little to characterize somebody.
0: He does so much of it in this he, and he, he doesn't have to sort of be distracted by creating some sort of weird threat. I mean it, it kind of has the feet like the the, the the sort of 1950s young boy nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is, uh, whoever directed this movie and did all the. Everybody who put work in this movie did such a good job mm-hmm. creating this just world. Yeah. Just absolutely spectacular job.
1: And it, it may seem out of character that we would be talking about a movie like this before we talk about Child Play 2. Play 2. <laughs> but, you know, there are both movies about some kids who are down on their luck mm-hmm. and. Learning to trust each
0: other. Yeah, because nobody else is really, truly going to be there for mm-hmm. them, so they have to be there for each other, because yeah. their, you know, parents are dead or can't be there for them, and their sort of primary caretakers just don't have that, I don't know, it's, they, they have a connection with them that isn't quite real. Mm-hmm. It's not unconditional. Yeah. it's And it's not trusting. Oh, absolutely
1: not. Um, I think as well, like if we sort of branch from, uh, I keep forgetting the name of this movie, Stand By so Me, um, it, it's very like the m- movie It, especially the original.
0: Oh, yeah. And, like... I gotta rewatch the original. i Ah, oh, it's so good. I'm so polluted with the, the newer yeah. versions. Like, It, the first part of it was very good.
1: Yes. As, as the original series went, the first part is very good. <laughs> and the second part could use a little work. Yeah. <laughs> um... But it's another film about kids being in danger and adults either not believing them
0: or, or not caring. Yeah. Yep.
1: And at least in the It universe, there's like an evil force keeping the adults from giving a shit about what happens <laughs> yeah, to these kids.
0: opposed to here where it's just like... It's, oh, you're in foster care? Fuck you! Well, oh, it's the implausibility of it too. Like it's... Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy to imagine a kid being like, oh, the doll made me do it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of Playing off of that. That's what these films are have done so far and I suspect we'll probably continue to do.
1: Yeah. Would you say um, as far as believability of adults not getting it one versus two uh, do you think that *Chad's Play 2 does a good job of keeping like even like, now the audience knows what's happening?
0: Yeah. I think that the level of believability I, th- I think they get it they do it very well mm-hmm. in both films. I don't know yeah. if I can rate one higher than the other. I think that the reactions to it in both films work, because the first film, his mother really wants to... Chrissy?
1: I don't know his don't mom's remember. name in the first film. We were
0: talking about how he didn't remember character names, but... In, in the first one, uh, his mom seems to want to believe him more mm-hmm. and his foster parents at no point want to. Mm-hmm. They want this to be some sort of delusion and between the two of them they have different opinions about it. Yeah. But neither of them are willing. Yeah. And it works because they don't have that connection with him. They're not his parent. They don't have him for more than two days.
1: Yeah, and it's another one like as we talked in the pod the episode for the first movie Mm -hmm. there is a character from the get go who's like fuck this little kid I I don't trust this child this child I trust this doll that keeps moving his eyes at me Mm -hmm. but I don't trust this innocent child
0: Phil doesn't have too many interactions with the doll other than when it kills him and drops the greatest one liner I suspect (laughs) in the series ugh
1: yeah, maybe it's hard. It's hard to say. The
0: delivery is immaculate. It kicked my ass. <laughs> it was so good. Do you want to say it? You can say it. Uh, we'll, 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 wait. We'll, we'll get we'll, there. Hang on to it.
1: It's. It was so
0: good, and I. Ne- I will not be able to. I will not be able to. Even meet Brad Dourif on, on how well that went. that line was, was written and delivered. Truly. Well, let's um, talk a little bit about one versus two because yeah. there's there's definitely some comparisons to be made here. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It does have a bit of sequel syndrome, mm. where some things about it just don't, doesn't it, yeah. doesn't. it doesn't have quite the same heart as the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I will say, um, as
1: someone who loves the sequel, mm-hmm. the the second one being my favorite of yeah. the series, um, we were talking about it while the movie was playing, yeah. and I think the writing for the second one is much better, is better than sure. the first one. I agree. Um, the effects Mm
0: -hmm. are not...
1: Not as good. No,
0: they're not as good.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if it was a budget thing. I don't know if, like, they got a different effects department. It could have been
0: time constraints. It Mm -hmm. could have been a 100 different things. I think they were more creative, though. Yeah. For sure. There's a a goofy 90s kids movie Mm -hmm. factory at the end of the movie, and it's so good. And, like,
1: you just... You keep being like, oh, it's over. And then another thing happens. You're like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Yeah, it's
0: so, oh, it just, it goofs. It goofs you at the end of it. It's excellent.
1: The end of the movie keeps raising the stakes. Excellent (laughs) fake outs. (laughs) Um, Opening of this movie versus opening of the last one. Um, this one
0: is so good, yeah. But it, it couldn't exist were it not for the first one.
1: That's true. That's very
0: true. With the uh, the, the music is just like pounding, sort mm-hmm. of. Uh, it, it's good. It, it slaps yeah. in that kind of like action horror sort of uh, soundtrack genre.
1: And let me tell you, they really try to get that right in the next movie.
0: They're not gonna. It's
1: just. It just isn't. It just isn't what it should be. Yeah. You know. Um but, you brought something up that I really liked about uh this but the the importance of women to Andy
0: in and yeah. both of these movies absolutely like there isn't really an important male character in either of these films mm-hmm. the detective could be argued as such but I would argue not not he's not really
1: he doesn't do anything to really help them he's like there but he's more of the damsel of distress, in my opinion, in the yeah. first movie.
0: There's, there's a woman who's willing to take a chance on believing Andy in mm-hmm. these films and is willing to be there for him, protect mm-hmm. him, give him the benefit of the doubt, and once the doll is discovered to be real, mm-hmm. willing to, to a certain extent, sacrifice themselves yeah. for him. And I think it's really cool that yeah. this is a role assigned to women. like. Mm-hmm. It, it, it feels, I don't know, sort of natural. It's the mothering sort of instinct yeah. or what have you, but also because the sort of... I, I would most most associate with someone not being believed to women.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I also think, like, at least with our character in the sequel, um... I have smoked too much weed in my life and I can't remember any names. Kyle. Uh, Kyle. Kyle in this is stated many times to be a foster child who's been in lots and lots and lots of homes and she makes it clear that they have not all been safe and good and comfortable homes. So when she sees this kid in danger, she's like this is, I can make sure that bad things don't happen to this child the way that they happen to me.
0: When she doesn't believe him, she says, you know, here are the tools that I use Mm -hmm. when I go through what you're going through and then when she knows what's up she's like, I'm we're here for each other. Yeah. The bonding between these two, uh, the, the chemistry between the actors in this movie is so much better than anything in the first.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just like their relationship is the thing that I remember most of this. Yeah. Most of that end crazy sequence, mm-hmm. I forgot about. Like, I remembered parts of it, but like something that happened, like, fuck, I forgot that happened. Yeah. But I remember that scene in the basement when she hands him the cigarette and he tries to smoke okay. it. <laughs> and she's like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, you know, I just, I think it's very good and I'm, I am very sad that it sort of goes the way it does. Yeah. Um, one thing about the third movie is that it was in theaters. I think Don Mancini said eight months after this movie was finished.
0: Oh no. Yes. That's not enough time. (laughs) It's not Not enough time. Uh,
1: so that's a lot of what, why the next one fails. Yeah. Um. I just it's such a it's such a leap from the pedestal. I hold this one on to the next. Yeah, film. and the
0: first one is also just a great, super mm-hmm. well put together horror movie. It's a great IP introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, this one does a little a little bit of goofiness to it. I don't think the first film mentioned that all of his stranglings were voodoo rituals.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that seemed like a
0: weird detail to just sort of to just sort of thump in there.
1: I think they added it because it was weird to have him into voodoo in the first place. Like to, you should have just made him like a weird occultist killer. Yeah. Who can say?
0: You didn't need to associate that with a real world religion. Yeah.
1: Um, the one thing when we were talking about the women versus the men in this movie, uh, almost like one of the first dialogue lines in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two businessmen speaking to each other, and they're debating about what happened and how the first movie looks really bad for the good guy's company. Do we want
0: to just sort of uh, get into it? Yeah, because let's get into it. Because I think it. we're there.
1: Yeah, we're Okay,
0: so mm-hmm. we're, let's, let's open up Child's Play 2. Um, they are refurbishing the doll.
1: Yes, you see them pulling and like chipping the burnt plastic off. Till you get down to a metal skull. hmm They're buffing until it's clean. And they
0: pop the fucking eyeball out and they're just, they're putting them back together.
1: And it's so close. Like, I feel like you, most of the beginning of this movie is framed like only Chucky's burnt, crispy face.
0: Yeah, that's it. I think, like, the, the eyeless face is all that's up when it says Child's Play 2. Yeah. Like, before they've removed all the sort of mm-hmm. flesh, as it were. Yes.
1: Um, They go through and they have him mostly put back together. And these businessmen are speaking.
0: Yeah, it's the, I think, CEO of the good guy's company Mm -hmm. and his personal assistant or what have you. And yeah, they're they're talking about the events of the first movie Mm -hmm. as how has it it affected them as a company.
1: Yes. Um, And they say that the child is being watched, that... um, The mother's
0: in a mental institution because she's stuck by her story.
1: Yes, but... The police officers recanted, recanted, which is from what you were saying. Like, of course, women are the ones who are helping him because they're used to not being believed. Mm-hmm. And the man in the first movie is the first to sell out this child and woman mm-hmm. who have gone through a tragedy to maintain his social standing. Both of
0: both of the officers, we have yeah. our our like main cop and the like our mm-hmm. guy who's just New Jersey as a man.
1: Yeah. And it's like maybe they would have oh, been no, taken. No, seriously. It was Chicago
0: in the shape of me. Hey, what yes. are you,
1: come on, hey, uh, go on oh, come on, come on, come on. And it's like they may have been able to like keep that woman out of a mental institution and like, with
0: her child. Yeah, but no, they uh, they decided not to do that. So they're uh, uh, the CEO is nervous about this meeting the board of directors mm-hmm. and uh, the, the the piece of good news that his assistant has for him. Uh, who we will refer to as David Byrne before he is killed because he (laughs) looks like David Byrne, um, is that they have the doll. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're finishing refurbishing it because I guess they decided to do that.
1: I wrote down, uh, so they destroyed evidence?
0: (laughs) Yeah, they they (laughs) obtained this evidence and... uh, And
1: and to st- like how could this doll kill anybody versus the way the doll looked at the beginning yeah
0: and they're just like uh the team's putting the doll back together and i think i think they make kind of a cool comment and be like oh we're not oh we're not sorry it's taking so long we're not used to doing this by hand yeah because it's they're machine ma- they're, they're they're factory manufactured mm-hmm. like they're the process is almost entirely automated and they're like about to put the eyeballs back into the doll and this is where we notice the drop in the effect budget.
1: Yeah. The the plungers for the eyes go into Chucky's head, and immediately and the, these terrible CGI lightning bolts are yeah, shocking the guy His eyes are button.
0: glowing red, and the doll <laughs> just looks worse in this period. He's way glossier. Yeah. His, his, his lips are this weird pink shade that thankfully leaves immediately.
1: Yeah, God, uh, they yeah. were bad. Yeah, um...
0: <laughs> And the guy gets electrified until it flings him through the window. The electricity, not Mm -hmm. Chucky. The the, the doll sort of.
1: uh, It somehow still gets up and ends up laying on the floor across the room.
0: Across the room. (laughs) uh, And.
1: The CEO is mad. Yeah, oh. obviously. He's like, oh, there's a dead body here. I must leave. I'm like,
0: oh, uh, I do if- I supposed to tell the shareholders about this. <laughs> He's like, David Byrne, you're going to keep this thing under wraps. He's like, what am I supposed to do with the doll? He's like, shut up your ass. Yeah.
1: Um, Which and- is
0: unfortunately not like a funny, like, uh, Chekhov's line. No. <laughs> Which would have been very, very oh, powerful. Oh, God. Um, and then we, David, we, we, we see,
1: go over We see to-
0: Andy. Yeah. Yeah, we see Andy in the... Uh, playing, I don't know, some weird goldfish with a very bad therapist. Yeah.
1: Who is just, everyone is convinced that Andy dreamt this to deal with the murders. And
0: they're trying to convince him of it, and Andy's like, yeah, definitely. I dream this, sure. I don't want to
1: end up in a menstrual institution, so yeah, Yeah. I definitely, yep. He's like, he's like six.
0: He doesn't really get what's going on. He's He's still, he's still a BB. Yeah,
1: and, uh, you kind of cut and see that that room has some mirrored glass, and a social worker is convincing some foster parents to take Andy in, and yeah. the dad is unsure,
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but Joanne is like, I,
0: I think we can yeah, do this. Yeah, the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Joanne and Phil. Mm-hmm. Phil's name we didn't know until he died, <laughs> but he gets brought up in Chucky's fucking banger one-liner. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, they 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 end up making the decision to take Andy in. Yes. And uh, they bring him to their crazy home.
1: <laughs> and is this supposed to be a Chicago suburb? I I think I f- maybe because I feel like the in scene happens back in Chicago again. I feel
0: like we never see the outside of this house. Only from the backyard. Which, probably not the same house. Yeah,
1: and it seems kind of like it's in the country. Like, it doesn't seem... But when he walks to school, there are lots of houses on that street. True. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, so the the interior of the house is these, like, pastels. Like, the primary color of the walls is pink, but there's whites and blues sort of Mm -hmm. near the, the... Trimming near the top. Um, the
1: staircase, I think, is painted blue. Is like, it's
0: like it's 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 very much blues and pinks, and mm-hmm. it's in this very nice way. Like yeah. it's, uh, it looks good, except the furniture is very ugly. In house. <laughs> um,
1: lots of like antiques and things. Uh, immediately, Andy sort of comes back to this china figure, and he goes to touch it, and um, Phil comes up and says, "That's rule number one: no touching the old stuff."
0: Um, and Joanne sort of says, like... Oh, this is important to me, this is yeah. in my family for generations, and I'm like, no, it's not. that You got that thing out of a fucking Goodwill today, <laughs> the day you use it as a prop. This yeah. thing is so, so fucking new. <laughs> it's so fucking, like, recently painted, it's not faded even in the fucking slightest uh, Which, here's their budget showing. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> um, and they sort of, I guess, Andy goes up the stairs Andy, and he hears yeah. some music coming from the first door. He opens the door and there's Kyle smoking a cigarette and just says, Have you ever heard just of knocking? Looking cool as hell. <sighs> she's so cool. She is so cool. <laughs> yeah, and
0: uh, Joanne pops up and she's like, Kyle, what's this? And she like goes over to her suitcase and Kyle's like, I don't stay with people for very long. Why would I unpack? You're mm-hmm. just gonna send me out again. Yeah,
1: um, there's like some speaking about. Are you gonna be home tonight? And she goes, oh, I have gotta work. Yeah, they want her to spend time as a family.
0: Joanne's very fixated on that. Mm-hmm. She's 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 very much about sort of creating this family. Mm-hmm. This
1: legitimate
0: family. Yeah, it, it it does not feel artificial coming off of her.
1: Yeah, um, she wants that. She wants kids in the house. I think that's pretty obvious. Where yeah. I don't know if Phil. Feels the same way.
0: I think he might. I think he's more okay with going with jo- what Joanne wants, mm-hmm. but he's uncomfortable with Andy. Yeah. In particular. So we see Andy's room. I fucking hate this room.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so. Uh, I don't know. It's like. It just. Busy and. Of uh, the bed is catty corner and somehow still in the middle of the, the room. It's in the middle of the room and like cocked to one side. It's just like. There's no feng shui in here at all. Like, the entire room is just a a chaotic, busy, ugly mess.
1: And uh, he goes and is playing with some toys. And Joanne is like, there's more in the closet. And Mm. when he goes in there, a good guy's doll falls on him.
0: Which, you know... Probably a little traumatic for this boy who's uh, seen a lot of people murdered by yeah. one of these one of these one of these guys.
1: And Phil's immediately like not cut him any slack. Like it's just a doll. Yeah. Just a doll,
0: whereas
1: Joanne is like hiding his face and like, we'll get rid of it. But Mm. to be fair, she does just stick it next to the object
0: she said was precious to her earlier. Uh, And and the doll's like, oh, my name's Tommy.
1: We're going to be best friends forever. And (laughs) she's like, "Uh, no. No. You can probably
0: donate this or something.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think we cut back.
0: We cut to David Byrne. David Uh, Byrne
1: shoved shoving, uh, the doll into his car in the
0: rain. And he just can't get the fucking truck to close on it. <laughs> it's very funny. He's just smashing the shit out of it. <laughs> uh, and he's, like, driving and he answers, uh, he, he makes a call on his on his car phone, which it's, like, a real car phone. It's so <laughs> yeah. legitimate. And he's calling his, uh, partner. Of two weeks. <laughs> two weeks getting the vodka for their, he, he forgot to pick up the vodka, so he stops at the, uh, the liquor store and chucky gets up and mm-hmm. uh makes his own phone call he busted open uh david byrne's briefcase and he has found the files for andy which were in his briefcase which what are you doing what are you doing david byrne uh he calls at the orphanage and it's like oh wow uh, yeah so and we're like oh well, andy's not here anymore who are you he's like oh i'm his uh, i'm his uncle charles and like Obviously, no due diligence was done here. No. Like, they're not like, oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. You know, Andy says that his doll was possessed by a Charles Lee Ray, and, like, the, the name of the doll is Chucky, and everything about this is so fucking sketch.
1: I think at very least, if you're getting a call in the middle of the night mm-hmm. by a man looking for a child involved with murders who has blamed it all on someone named Charles, and he Charles calls you... Maybe he was naming the wrong Charles and this is the guy you need to be looking for.
0: Uh, just, like, really any amount of <laughs> any amount of, of work on this would be so fucking cool. But, yeah, you know, yeah, the movie wouldn't work. So. I
1: mean, as far as we can tell, is this entire children's home is ran by one woman who is there 24-7? Yeah,
0: right. So he gets back in the car and Chucky puts the smallest gun ever up to David Byrne's face. Uh, he's like "Uh, you need to drive this way and uh he like takes him to a parking lot presumably close to the new house Mm -hmm. and uh he apparently tied him up with jump rope in the yeah. in, behind the seat, mm-hmm. and he shoots a little gun at him, and it's a squirt gun, and he mm-hmm. says some goofy little thing. Yeah. But then he strangles him, which I started to strangle counter very early in the movie when they once again brought up that he is the Lakeshore Strangler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let you know, this was more than half of the stranglings in the film. <laughs>
1: um... That's just the end of that character now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's the end of David Byrne. He just <laughs> dies in that parking lot. There's no police investigation and never comes up again. Yeah. Chucky goes into the house and sees the other Chucky doll <coughs> and takes the expensive figurine. And just starts beating the shit out of it after it like says, like I'm Tommy. He's like, "Shut the fuck up, yeah He's <laughs> so crass See, he's very
1: crass, and then he buries that doll underneath the swing in the backyard.
0: Mm-hmm. and I believe it cuts the next day at the breakfast table mm-hmm. where Phil dumps the remains of the ornament on the table and says, Which one of you did this? Yeah, which like I think they're both being pretty chill about this, yeah, like uh, Phil and Joanne are both being like.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, obviously we're upset about this, but we're not going to go they, nuts on you about it.
1: They don't even yell. They're just like, I think whoever did this owes Joanne an apology. apology
0: which is very reasonable. Yeah. But neither of them did it. So neither of them fess up and feels like you're both grounded. hmm And Kyle's like, not Kyle? Kyle.
1: Yeah. Kyle. Kyle's like, i got a date tonight. It's mm-hmm. too bad.
0: Too bad. Yeah. And we go to our laundry room. Scene, yeah, if
1: ever, which is when they start to build some camaraderie. Um, he's sort of, Andy is sitting on a, like, dryer maybe while she's doing the laundry. Mm-hmm. and uh, She's she, smoking. She hands him the cigarette and when she turns around, he's smoking it. And uh, she's like, it's bad for you. And he goes, you
0: do it. She goes, adults are allowed to do stuff that's bad for them." And they just, like, the chemistry between these two characters is great mm-hmm. it's so charming it draw it drew me in so much yeah they just like yeah she's like upset because she's she knows he broke it because she mm-hmm. didn't yeah and she's upset to be missing out on her date tonight but she's gonna fucking sneak out anyways so, yeah you know, fucking eat shit um <laughs> and it's just i don't know it was a really nice yeah it was a really nice scene between the two of them and it just sort of builds like you
1: can tell that she has a camaraderie because she remembers being his size and yeah. so
0: vulnerable and just sort of being in foster because she yeah. was in foster from the time she was three. Yes,
1: which we find out a bit later. Yeah. Uh,
0: what happens next? Are Let's we the, see. the swing scene or are we? Oh, um, I think
1: we do get to that swing scene next. Um,
0: oh, uh, Andy's walking upstairs and he yes. hears um, Phil and Joanne. He kind of has this like, they're talking about him and he comes in and hears it. And it's not... It's like a kind of a cute...
1: Phil s- Phil's being hard on him, but then Joanne is like, I like him.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Phil's just worried about his stability. So yeah. Andy's like... I, we. The way you said this is that he's starting to play with the good guy's doll yeah. just to performatively, just to show that yeah. hes
1: He goes and checks and sees there's batteries in it, and he's like, you know...
0: Which is a bummer, because it is Chucky.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: the first thing is he goes up, I uh, goes up to it and says, Hi, my name's up. And, like, looks down and to the left. Tommy, we're gonna be best friends forever. And it's, like, very clearly a fucking delay. And he's, yeah. he's skeezed out by it. But there's batteries in it, because they specifically showed that during the restoration. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Uh, I think they're very good at, like showing you things that are gonna
0: come up later. Yeah, they um, they, they check off the film very well. Yes.
1: Um, and then well, he's playing with him in the backyard. That's no. it's, that's the bridge between those scenes. Yeah and
0: then uh, he's on the swing and Kyle's uh, like trimming the roses and they're she's talking with him yeah. more and she's he's like don't you miss your parents and she's like my dad died before I was born my mom put me up for adoption when I was three I don't really remember her mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, it's so good.
1: Yeah, it's very good. I like... This movie leaves me wanting to know a lot more about Kyle. Kyle, yeah, like, right. Uh, she's just such a good character.
0: Honestly, I could have watched this entire movie from the point of view of the executives as a Good kind of character. <laughs> I was so ready for that. I was so ready to have a small soldiers movie. Um... And they're, like, kind of kicking the dirt underneath the swing. And you can see Chucky, like, looking at it.
1: Just, like, worried face. But they get called in for dinner. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kyle tells Andy not to forget his doll. And, like, for a minute Andy's like, do I want to bring you in? Uh, But he does. Um, And I think that you see him take him to bed. Yeah. And then the next scene is Andy tied up to his bedpost with a sock
0: in his mouth and fucking there's fucking Chuckie on top of him. like did you miss
1: me Andy uh and i think this is when he says like the gross line that's like uh it's usually referred to as like a sexual thing like uh he says want to play hide the soul and it's mm. like uh trigger warning for uh <laughs> pedophilia uh that's like a a, a thing that is stereotypically used thing
0: uh, i not know it's a thing it's gross. like a
1: stereotype thing to say as, like, a reference to pedophilia is, like, convincing a child that what you're doing isn't a sexual it's a game. thing, it's a game. Yeah,
0: that's gross. Yeah.
1: Um. That's what that's a reference to. Okay.
0: I didn't really get that. <laughs> Sorry. Like, Charles Lee Ray doesn't, he doesn't seem like a pedophile, He just seems no. like a And I just feel murderer. like he's, uh,
1: he's, he's using that to
0: scare him. He's co copying this language, yeah. yeah, and he's got him tied to the bed, he's mm-hmm. put his hands on his forehead, he starts, uh, saying the incantation, and he sees Kyle. Comes in through the window. Mm-hmm. He's, like, about to come in through the window. And he's, like, not staying in this body for the long fucking next time you're alone. <laughs> uh, and Kyle comes through the window. And she's, like, what the fuck? Why are you tied to the bed? And then that is the moment that Joanne and uh, Phil walk Phil in. walk in. They're, like, why did you tie him? To- you tied him to the bed and gagged him so he couldn't tell on you. <laughs> and, like, nobody's saying that. She's not saying that. Andy's being, like, it's Chucky. It's Chucky. He's fucking back. <laughs> uh... And Phil, no, nobody's doing good with this. Mm-hmm. Nobody's reacting well to this. Uh, I think he takes the Chucky doll. I think Phil takes the Chucky doll and tosses it into the basement.
1: Yeah, he's like, "Stop overreacting. This is what I'm going to do. I throw it down there. I can't." I'm going to,
0: I'm, I'm going to get rid of it. It's in the yeah. basement. It can't hurt you anymore. Yeah.
1: Um. And then later on, I feel like, oh, so this is when Andy. And Kyle get to have that heart to heart where she's like, you know, I learned that I can only trust myself, and I've been through a lot of foster families, and every time I was getting comfortable, they sent me home. But I'm happy it happened because every time they did it, it made me stronger. stronger.
0: So that this is when, well, Phil is talking about not what wanting are we Andy around, and and Joanne's calling him out on like. Mm-hmm. Is this what a family does? Yeah. Abandons their own when things get shitty.
1: She even says, "You never wanted him here.
0: Yeah, this is just an excuse for you." And Andy can hear this through mm-hmm. the wall. Ever, this is this is audible for everyone. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And Kyle comes to check on him and be like, you know, it sucks that this is happening, but it's gonna make you stronger.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and he takes that literally. <laughs> He's like, "All I can do is myself."
0: So he. So we get a uh, a POV shot of Mm -hmm. uh, a short person walking into the kitchen and checking the drawers. Did you think this was Chucky looking for a knife? I thought it was Chucky looking for a knife. Me too. I was incorrect. (laughs) It is Andy pulling out the fucking turkey carver to go into the basement and fucking carve Chucky up. And he's carving first,
1: like, asking questions later, he opens up the dryer and he's like, oh, just in case, let me just stab in here a couple of times. So, yeah,
0: he's um, he's going around and he eventually Chucky jumps down on top of him mm-hmm. and the turkey carver goes flying. Because anytime anytime Chucky touches anyone with a weapon, they <laughs> immediately fling it as hard as they can <laughs> in front of them. Uh, so, Phil hears this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and Joanne's like, oh, it's probably just one of the children i just downstairs and feels like that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. So he goes down to the basement uh, to, to the sight of Andy holding a turkey carver at the bottom of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, put it down. Put it down and we can talk. And yeah. He, and he's de-escalating really well.
1: Yeah.
0: He's like, he's done this before. Mm-hmm. He has fostered, parented before. He's doing his best dad stuff. He's uncomfortable with this kid, but I think he's really handling it well. Yeah. And you just see Chucky
1: grab a hook from under the stairs.
0: It's like a... It's like, it a, like a fireplace fi- poker. Yeah, it's like a, a fire hook. Though. It's like, yeah, it's for, like, kind of, like, moving the log right? Yeah. He doesn't stick it through him. Mm-hmm. But he fucking grabs his foot and just, like, rips it. So he falls over and ends up, like, That's hanging different. hanging by one foot um, from the stairs. And this is where we get our marvelous line <laughs> delivered just so casually. And he just goes, How's it hanging, Phil? <laughs>
1: You know, uh, I don't feel like in that moment though that Phil has the same compassion for Andy that I think other characters will later on, he, where he realizes he was wrong and he has been putting this child in danger.
0: Yeah. Um, Phil's worried about his damn self. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Phil's worried about his family. Yeah. I mean, like I, I get that. He's like, it. I think it. I think it was one of Phil's best scenes. Mm-hmm. Just show, showing him as like. A person. More and, than an
1: adult man who has a vendetta against a child in foster care. Yeah.
0: Um, and then Chucky. I think he just Just lost. drops him and he yeah. fucking hits. Uh, fucking lands on his neck mm-hmm. and fucking. And Joanne
1: comes running down. Kyle
0: comes running down. Kyle
1: says, I'm going to call 911. And when Andy tries to come up and comfort Joanne, she yells, Get, get the fuck a- with me.
0: Get away from me. Uh, but... And it's this total abandonment mm-hmm. of Andy at this point.
1: Which just. The the from here on with Andy I just feel so sad for him. Oh yeah,
0: nothing nothing goes good for Andy uh, through the rest of this movie. Yeah. It's so miserable. Um, it's very
1: sad. It's very sad. Yeah,
0: he gets picked up by mm-hmm.
1: the uh, by the foster care like organization. Lady. And she says,
0: "Oh, don't worry, Andy. We'll find you another home soon." And Andy has a moment. Kyle says, "Watch out! He's still down there. He's still in the basement." Yeah.
1: And you kind of see him leaving and Kyle helping around the house doing little things. Mm -hmm. But she goes down to the basement to help with the police. Yeah. Sees the Chucky doll, takes it out to the trash. Fucking dumps in the fucking garbage. Mm -hmm. She seems sad to be seeing Andy go. Yeah. And I don't, you know, you can't tell for sure, but it feels like the first time she's been close to somebody in a long time.
0: Yeah, it's a real sense of remorse, and she just kind of goes and mm-hmm. hangs out in the swing for a little bit, and she kicks up enough dirt to notice that there's something buried. Yeah. And, and she it, finds... The that, Tommy doll. Yeah, she finds the Tommy doll, which I thought was going to speak, which I thought would have been like... Mm-hmm. really damning. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't, which I thought was kind of a bummer. Yeah. sort of a missed opportunity.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and she immediately is like, runs to the trash can, and the doll's gone. It's gone. And
0: she looks upstairs to see that um, the light is on. She just goes, oh no, Joanne. Mm-hmm. And she sort of slowly makes her way upstairs to Joanne's room, which is just trash. Which... She does grab a knife first, which we were like, this
1: is a bad look for you. It's a bad
0: look? <laughs> Creeping up with like a knife ready to do a fucking stab. <laughs> oh. Um, but she goes into Joanne's room, which is trash, which like, honestly, Joanne was so fucking devastated that Phil died mm-hmm. that that could have been just her.
1: Mm-hmm. Like uh, throwing things around in a fit.
0: Yeah. Like her entire sewing room is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, she eventually makes her way over and we find Joanne. Joanne. Uh, with a ribbon around her neck and blood, which I counted this as half a strangling. Mm. I don't know if it was a strangle or maybe a throat slit, but whatever it is, we didn't get to see it.
1: Yeah, probably both.
0: And that was the last F- 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 sort of strangling in this film.
1: Yeah, it's also the last of Joanne, and I feel like for a character that they like endeared us to so much, yeah. um, to have her go from being endearing to like this like lashing out at Andy to yeah. just being gone, I, yeah. I would have... Like to see the murder just to get some catharsis from that situation? I don't
0: know. I found, I, th- I think it was potent that they did it this way. Yeah. We skipped the entire school sequence. It was we sort of did. short.
1: It was short. Andy went to school. Chucky showed up.
0: Um, Got him... In trouble. In trouble. And then... Killed the teacher with a ruler. I don't know mm-hmm. how he did that. That was fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we recognize the teacher as the cop from Willy's Wonderland, as well as yeah. many other
1: things. Yeah, she's in a whole lot of stuff.
0: She was doing some weird things. She like locked him in the classroom and did a couple of other like big.
1: Yeah.
0: Big things that she shouldn't have done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the school scene is kind of short, and yeah. Andy just escapes from detention and runs home.
1: Yeah, if you've seen any still from this movie, though,
0: you've seen uh, Chucky, Chucky with the ruler. ruler. Just waving around, looking yeah. not very good. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, Andy is brought back to uh, the foster thing, and uh, having discovered and briefly f- uh, fighting with Chucky. Um, mm-hmm. uh, which, like... Why'd you do that, Chucky? That was unnecessary. We, we, we spent a minute talking about, like, there's really no reason for him to go kill Joanne.
1: Yeah. There's no... Like, he's got nothing to gain
0: from killing <laughs> yeah, Joanne. You're just own yourself at this point, my man.
1: Unless maybe he tried to use Joanne to drive him, and she, like, resisted. I guess, because that's what he does, is he,
0: uh... Takes ho- he takes Kyle hostage, which like she fights him pretty okay for a bit, but mm-hmm. he gets on with a knife, and it's like you're gonna, you're gonna yeah. drive me to where Andy
1: is. Yeah,
0: and we get some scenes with them in the car. Uh,
1: he's being impatient, which is one of his main character traits. Yeah, he
0: just, he keeps, he gets, he keeps getting in his own way.
1: Uh, we said while watching this that he might have already gotten into Andy's body if he wasn't so damn impatient. Yeah, you would have
0: done that film one, but, like, he makes her drive so quickly and she gets pulled over by the cops. And the cop is just like... Wear a seatbelt. Yeah. You were going way over the speed limit, but I don't care about anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, right before the police officer gets to the window, Chucky's like, don't get smart. I'll kill you if I have to. Yeah. Um, But I think the police officer gives her the idea to fucking shoot
0: Chucky through that window. Cause... Yeah, with the seatbelt comment. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she just fucking puts her seatbelts on and just hits the brakes and he just goes fucking flying through the window and she's just trying to run his ass over the car uh i'm like fuck yeah kyle uh
1: but i think eventually how does he get away oh no she where she has rammed him is right next to the Mm. facility it's like the fence in the backyard
0: it's like next door so Mm
1: -hmm. so uh he ends up Oh, she walks out of the car and he, like, gets her.
0: He manages to get on her back again. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and he's got a knife sticking to the base of her neck. So he could kill her in a second if he wants to. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a bad position that she's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to Andy uh, sort of in his room and the fire alarm goes off. And he's yeah. just, like, he's kind of this look in his face that says, Here we go again. I've been found. Like, yeah. He's got me.
1: Yeah. Um, and so... All the kids are rushing downstairs for the Mm -hmm. fire alarm. Andy's
0: going last, and who's at the bottom of the stairs? It's Chucky and Kyle.
1: Yeah. Um, The foster... um, The woman who runs the foster care thing... The foster mistress. Yes. uh, Is like, Kyle, what are you doing here? Um, And pulls Kyle, Chucky, and Andy into a room, and... Chucky just fucking kills her. Yeah,
0: Chucky's like I'm alone and everyone else knows I'm you know, <laughs> everyone else here knows that they, she just stabs her and like throws her and she like falls into a copier machine which mm. just felt sort of silly and unnecessary. Yeah, it
1: fits, it fits the movie. Yeah, uh,
0: well. Kyle tries to help Andy get out but Chucky slams the door mm-hmm. and is like yeah, hey, you're going to be doing the things that I tell you to do. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, looking at the foster mistress, and he's like, Well, you never, You're you looking like you've never seen a dead body before. Which is like, damn, Chucky, that's <laughs> fucking mean. You're uh. a mean evil doll. But Kyle's trying to break in, and... Um, uh, we just... Just watches. I forget how they get out of the house. Uh, they they go out the window, um, mm-hmm. and uh, Chucky and Andy get into the back of this newspaper van, which is also arriving at the same point as the fire
1: trucks. Yeah. We
0: kind of talk about this point that it just it doesn't matter how many adults that Andy summons or gets around him, they will never believe him. Even
1: like seeing this doll attached around his neck.
0: Is yeah, a, like, with wrong a any, knife.
1: Any like can. Uh, Oh, I wonder what's happening there.
0: So, Kyle does another bad-looking bad, bad looking move where she <laughs> goes through the murdered woman's <laughs> office and leaps out the window. Yeah. Uh, um, and she sees the, uh, the truck with Andy and Chucky in it and starts driving after it.
1: Yes. Uh, and she can't get him to pull over, so she ends up, like, Kind of sort pulling a in front, of, in front, of, front of them,
0: which he's driving at like forty with his stupid like truck back open. It's like yeah. a it's like a big van, mm-hmm. and the back of it's just open. It's full of newspapers, which I'm surprised didn't go flinging all over the road. <laughs> um, and then they're, like, they're
1: they're. So they're, like, right, right across the street from the good guy's factory. And I will say, the way that he holds on to Kyle, like, the driver of the newspaper van, made me so uncomfortable. uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, he is doing...
1: There's a couple times she tries to pull away and he's not letting her. Yeah, like,
0: he's, what? like, he's, he's freaking out because this mm-hmm. woman, like, honked the shit out of him, trying to get him pulled him over, and then eventually, like, like cut him off into mm-hmm. the point where he had to stop the car, which mm-hmm. I'm... Understand it'd be fucking scary. Yeah. If some woman just did this to you in your like in your work car. Yeah. Like that's fucking terrifying man. And I I, th- I, think it'd be almost reasonable be to be, like, owed an explanation for it. Yeah. But he is, she is obviously super distressed. Yeah. And she just doesn't get a word in. Mm-hmm. But she breaks away and she chases after them.
1: Into the factory.
0: Which, like, book, yeah, <laughs> 90s action scene, like, factory culmination scene.
1: As soon as Andy and Chucky get into the factory, Chucky bonks Andy on the back mm-hmm. of the head and says, Welcome home. Mm. Uh, or what is the line the thing he says is like really weird it's like close your eyes and count to seven before you know it will be in heaven
0: yeah that and was weird I, I was yeah. like ooh, I haven't heard of that <laughs>
1: I've never heard that line anywhere else and I yeah, don't like it's, it it's kind
0: of, that's kind of gross he's yeah. trying to do like kid stuff mm-hmm. this one didn't land yeah uh, and he starts doing the chant and we have our CGI clouds rolling in Mm-hmm and uh, it's funny because earlier in the movie he's like, he's just telling everybody who's like, yeah if I don't get into Andy's body then
1: I I got stuck in
0: this one because it was the first person I revealed the secret to. (laughs) Um, And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. He stayed too long
1: in that body. If only he was a little more patient. And of course he blames Andy and he's about
0: to do the thing. And a bunch of uh, other good guy boxes get shoved on top of them, because
1: Kyle's here. Yeah. At this point, my notes just says Kyle's a bad bitch. <laughs> Kyle
0: is a bad bitch. So they're just like, uh, hide the factory hijinks. Yes. There's a big assembly line. There's dolls in the air. It's absolutely marvelous. There's all sorts of big goofy machinery. Mm-hmm. There's there's conveyor belts they have to climb on and avoid little pressy things. Oh yeah. There's a guy who like notices a blockage and has to come down and he gets the Chucky gets him and like mm-hmm. he gets the eyes pushed into his face and it's yeah. like a big tank of molten plastic with a big release valve that certainly won't come back up later. And there
1: are half formed uh like Chucky dolls yeah. all good over, good guys all over yeah. this factory. Um, which I think adds like, it just is a little bit creepy to see yeah. this. Like,
0: so much flesh colored plastic, mm-hmm. it's very unpleasant.
1: Yes, um, and I think they're trying to crawl up this conveyor thing, and Andy falls down. Chucky almost gets him. They do get through it and
0: slam the door mm-hmm. on the on onto Chucky's hand,
1: and he has to like. Pull his hand off of his body. It's
0: so gross.
1: And now that Chucky is like in that body uh, he's got like blood and it's meat.
0: Yeah he turned human in this body uh, and he like goes to he pulls the uh, handle off the knife and he just jams the fucking knife into his hand and duct tapes it around. Mm -hmm. It's very Quest for Camelot. It fucking kicks ass. (laughs) Um and they're he's still chasing them through the factory, and they uh, they discover the machine that adds the limbs, and they accidentally uh, send a doll that's gotten the limbs put on put in again, and it just puts way too many limbs on, and it's like melted and shitty. Mm-hmm. And they manage to uh, get Chuck like Chucky attacks him, but they manage to get him stuck on the line, and they send him back through it, mm-hmm. and, pl- and he's just screaming, mm-hmm. and they pull him back out, and it's just a mess of molten limbs, and it's so gross. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, thank God it's over. I was like, oh shit, really? <laughs> I thought that, that he's just this, like, nasty limb pile. <laughs> uh, but
1: of course, Chucky is on, like,
0: a scootabout of some kind. Because he lost his legs to it. Yeah, uh, he's he's got little, one hand. <laughs> uh, and the knife hand, and uh, he knocks, like, he... The guy whose eyes got blooped earlier, like, knocks into Kyle, and she falls onto the conveyor belt. And he's going at Andy. and He's like,
1: I'm going to take your legs. Yeah, you got
0: my legs, I'm taking yours. And and, uh, he stabs at him and, like, gets stuck in this great, right by the plastic relief valve. Oh, who would have thought that this would come back up? And Andy just gives a little grin and just... Him with molten it. plastic all over. Flesh covered plastic. It's so gross. This whole sequence is so gross. Don't be eating something for this. I've got a pretty strong stomach and I started getting turned in that oh. scene. Uh,
1: it's pretty gross. And again, you're like, it's over. Andy has to go and try and save. Get
0: Kyle from going into the, the limb putting on machine. He gets her up just in time. He's only got a little boy strength so he can like help sit her up a little bit mm-hmm. so the doors close behind her. And she goes to investigate the just nasty Cronenberg mess on the ground that is the Chucky doll.
1: And there's like a severed um, gas line of some sort that's whipping around as the pressure's uh, yeah, released.
0: Yeah, that Chucky cut earlier, and that nasty fleshy fuck pops back up again. He's like, ah! <laughs> Kyle shoves it in. Well, it's it's very reminiscent of movie one Chucky when he was when in the fire and mm-hmm. burnt. It's a very similar model. Even one of the eyes is, like, yeah. gone from it. Yeah she, 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 yeah. she shoves it in, and he just expands like a, a balloon. balloon. They get behind, like, this grate, which that's not going to protect you from this. No. <laughs> and his fucking head explodes, and it's meaty, and it's bloody, and it's fleshy. It's fucking so gross. Uh,
1: and Kyle... And Andy are making their way out of the factory as the sun comes up. And it keeps lingering on that nasty, headless, fleshy,
0: disgusting mm-hmm. body.
1: And Andy says to Kyle, what are we going to do now?
0: And she says, I don't know. Huh. Yeah. But they're going to do it together. Mm-hmm. Credits.
1: Yep, Credits. Uh, how did you feel about this movie? I liked it a bunch. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely see my point of view on it.
0: For sure, yeah. No, you gave <laughs> me a sick fucking 90s factory, mm-hmm. like goofy factory scene. I love that shit. That's like so good.
1: Kyle's a great
0: final girl too. Yeah, like, Kyle's a great foil to Andy, period. Those yeah. two actors have chemistry.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like she she is this like uh, tough, rough less than pure foster girl adult like nearly adult woman yeah. and he is this super innocent pure childlike boy. kid and so them working together just like it's cute yeah. I
0: like it they, they make a great team mm-hmm. Um the voice acting for Chucky is great in this yeah. film it makes up like I I like I started coming around to the doll a mm. little bit through and then I started coming back around to <laughs> like oh, I really wish I had done a better job on this doll he does do a couple of chomps in this movie, which is like—that's my favorite part. Yeah. Man, his teeth are so nasty, and the restoration scene—it just looks like they're made out of teeth. Teeth. They're very gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole restoration scene—they did like—they didn't have—it—it it, it feels like they, their budget was used very differently, mm-hmm. but they were so creative with so much of it.
1: Yeah, and the sets are a lot bigger. I feel oh like my God. This as well that like...
0: factory set. Oh man, I don't have my next birthday there. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Uh,
1: that's good.
0: This is great. I'm glad that you liked it. I know. <laughs> I, I'm also glad I liked it. You hyped it up, and uh, it, I think it lived up to most of the hype. Nice, excellent. But uh, it didn't live up to all of it because you said, uh, well, "Let's move on to cutie of the movie." You said it's gonna, it has the the hottest.
1: I think Kyle is so cute, and it may just be that I saw her when mm-hmm. I was very young. Uh, Jay looked up the actress now and she has some big dive Yay. energy. Yeah,
0: no, she's in cr- very <laughs> gay energy.
1: Yeah, I hope she is gay. That'll just make me feel good on my inside. Right?
0: Absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> Kyle's your cutie in the movie. There's no question. Kyle's my
1: cutie in the movie. Who else? Who else? Joanne? Absolutely no, not.
0: No, not even close. Never. Don't feel. <laughs> But you know who is my kitty in the movie? Who is worthy of it? Yes. David Byrne. Yeah. David David Byrne assistant. He's mm-hmm. not played by David Byrne clearly, mm. but man, he's got that David Byrne energy. Yeah. He looks a lot like David Byrne. Mm-hmm. So uh,
1: we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. He's a well dressed man for sure.
0: Oh yeah, for <laughs> certain, for certain. He's picking up the vodka for our two week anniversary. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll do. I'll do a little, a little, a little, a little cuddle.
1: Kyle's been with that foster family longer than he's been with his girlfriend. So <laughs> uh, It's uh, the
0: same anniversary. Right. Um, well, that, maybe that was her date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Gross. All right. Uh, if you like this movie, we have some wrecks. Uh, I think yeah. it's my turn to go first. Go ahead. Uh, so, if you enjoyed this movie for its kind of meatiness, uh, it's not as quite like. Poverty is the first movie, but I think my movie digs a little bit into sort of that culture, but still not like fully taking itself seriously and being mm-hmm. kind of goofy. Uh, I think Slither is a uh, is a good contender.
1: Absolutely, uh, especially if you like that scene where Chucky blew up.
0: Oh yeah, if you want to see like big, nasty, inflated, fleshy nonsense. Gore. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get a good piece of that. Slither is a more sexual movie. Yes. No getting around that. Um, <laughs> but it's like
1: Slither is about sex. <laughs> Slither is
0: about sex, but it, it, it big nasty. Uh, southern town gets invaded by aliens. Alien, alien. Alien.
1: Mind control aliens.
0: Yeah, aliens with nasty tentacles. Yeah. And it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, it's so good.
1: I love that movie. Yeah. Um, and I. I'm recommending Willy's Wonderland for this it has that same actress but it also just has wet puppets that are very silly they cuss they're crass
0: very low budget
1: um, absolutely and I really the thing that I remember most about this movie is just how much fun I have watching it uh-huh. and Willy's Wonderland was another one where I just I really had a good time
0: um I get that if you want a non-horror recommendation pick up Small Soldiers if you haven't yeah. watched it recently Last time I watched it, I feel like it held up really well. It's a lot of fun and it's a very similar premise. There are toys that come to life. Mm-hmm. In this case, by intention. Um, but it's more of a kid's movie, but it's like still fun. There's yeah. like crazy Barbies that are brought yeah. to life by like evil soldier toys. And it's a it's a, a movie being like, hey fuck military kind of.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, which is kind of what the next Child's Play movie is going to be uh, about. Oh, hell yeah. We'll uh, <laughs> give me some
0: weaponized Chucky, doll. Give that fool a <laughs> fucking M15. Um,
1: this, is, this has been pretty good. Uh, we're going to continue with our queer creators in horror. Yeah,
0: we're going to um, zip back over to... Uh, the
1: Hellraiser franchise. Yeah, we're
0: going to be doing Hellbound, colon, Hellraiser 2.
1: Yeah, which is the last Hellraiser movie that I've seen.
0: And the last one that is... You know, hanging on to the original premise. Yeah. Uh, the next eight are going to be a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> like I already know what my recommendation is for. Hell it. yes. Uh, Hellraiser 2 is a lot of fun mm-hmm. I think
1: we're going to have a good time next week Yeah, if uh, you want to tell us How you f- have been feeling about our coverage Of these franchises mm-hmm. so far If you want to tell us what you think about Hellraiser 2 Or anything else coming up What you're most excited to hear us talk about Yeah, get um, at us Yeah, you can do
0: that on Twitter At Spooky underscore Carver Or you can hit us at our email Carverandj.spookyandgay At gmail.com That's Carver. That's Jay. This is an outro. Bye. Bye.